CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast. I'm your guide, Bernice Bisson. I have been a professional psychic, medium, and astrologer for 30 years and I've read for thousands of people all over the world. Many of those readings have been recorded by my clients. In this podcast, I invite clients back to share their recordings. As we flash back, we get to listen in on some of the original predictions and, in their own words, share some heartwarming stories, a few inspiring outcomes, and some unbelievable accuracies. I invite you to join us for a new journey each episode and come experience a little soul medicine for yourself. Something in the air, always something this episode, we meet Kate. Oh, and boy, oh boy, does she have a story to tell. I originally met Kate back in 2014 when I was teaching in women's prisons through the University of Winnipeg. Kate was a student at the U of M with a dream of criminal justice as her career focus. Well, now in 2018, she had come to me for a reading that brought up some significant changes in her career path and loving messages and regards from her deceased parents. However, this reading left her feeling a little confused as it focused in on messages from a murder victim. Well, wouldn't you know these messages were so important because the murder trial completely changed her trajectory later. And you get to hear all about these messages right after this. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? or the friends you find along the way. Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more, but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast with your guide, Bernice Besson. Welcome to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast. I'm your guide, Bernice Besson. Today we have Kate. Welcome back, Kate. Now, we met several years ago, but not through my readings. Let's go back to them. Tell me about how we met. I think we met about six years ago, and I was studying I was a student at the University of Winnipeg and I was taking a course in the urban and inner city studies 
And it was a pretty unique course because half the classmates were inside students and half the classmates were outside students, meaning half of our students were inmates in a correctional center. So it was a pretty neat course. It was life-changing, actually. So something I'll never forget. But you were an instructor at the time, and I was an outside student. So something I'll never forget. I, You know, and honestly, um, that whole program, because I taught different courses there, has stayed with me for years. And I kind of miss, oddly enough, working in that. Like, I haven't been in social service since I retired. But I loved, I loved it. And so it's called Walls to Bridges. And that program, I was able to see work itself out in the U.S., in Italy, in different parts of the world. And in fact, on a side note, I have a couple of dolls I purchased from the women's prison in Guadalajara, Mexico. It's a co-ed prison. And they make these dolls to supplement themselves. And I bought them for my granddaughters. And I to this day, anything around prison cooperatives, anything around, I still love, love, love and try to stay involved in it in some way. So that I think that's an awesome way for us to meet. Yeah, definitely. Because it's truly out of all the work I've ever done was probably my biggest passion was working with women in jails. I just loved it. So let's tell me about yourself. So you went to University of Winnipeg and we met there. Where did you go on from there, my girl? Well, I always had a passion with the justice system and helping vulnerable people people, especially Indigenous people. I myself am First Nations. And I always felt that I needed to get more involved with restorative justice. Um, So I graduated from Indigenous Studies at the University of Winnipeg. And one month later, applied for an internship at a political organization, started my internship. And once that ended, I got on with contracts and I've been there for five years now. Oh, wow. And so you get to you work with the movers and shakers and you, you get to meet all kinds of people, I imagine. Yes, I have a very interesting job. Oh, I love it. Let's go back to one of our earliest readings. So you'll be bringing me back to 2018. Was that our first reading? I believe that was our second reading. Ooh, our second reading. So... That was at the Purple House, I would imagine, the big Purple House in Wolseley, or was that at my old shop? It was on Provence. So Provence was at my old shop. Oh, my gosh. So tell me about those readings. Tell me about what came up for you. What came up in that? Every reading I've had, I think I walked away feeling different. I think the first reading I had, I remember walking out of your shop and feeling like, crap. (laughs) This sucks. (laughs) And it was a really crappy year financially. Yeah, for me. And then I remember another time leaving and I think it was in 2019. I had financially had the best year of my life. So different readings, different times of my life, different experiences. Sometimes readings are just an affirmation for things you already kind of know your options and that regardless of what you choose, you'll be okay, you know, or you'll get through it or different things. But then sometimes really crazy things come up in readings that are like undeniable. And we've talked about some of those things. There's one reading that really stuck out to me that nobody possibly ever could have known the details of a situation that one of my family members was involved in. And that was a murder. A brother of mine, 
he was with a friend and they were out for a couple of drinks and got into an altercation with two guys that they did not know. It escalated and my brother ended up getting stabbed and his friend that he was with got stabbed in the neck, cut the artery and he bled to death on the spot. And the two suspects or I guess the murderers that were involved in, in this incident ran away. There was video footage and in the video footage, they could see one of the guys throw the weapon with the, which was the knife. That's how the police detectives were able to find the weapon by watching the video footage. And the DNA evidence was on the handle. And I went to the trial because at the time I was taking criminal justice. I was in my first year of university. So I went to the trial. It was about four weeks long. I went every single day to support my brother. One of the suspects were underage at the time and he was out on bail and did not spend any time in jail. He was not Indigenous and had a lot of good support behind his, uh, from his family. And so he, he was out on bail and his other friend pled guilty to manslaughter. So he got sentenced to four years in jail. And when the underage guy was brought up for his trial, they asked his friend who pled guilty to be a witness. And while he was on the stand, he said he did not do it. I did it after pleading guilty with manslaughter. So the one who actually did the stabbing did not go to jail because his friend pled guilty for him, which was perjury. So the one guy that pled guilty to manslaughter ended up being charged with perjury for lying on the stand. And it was really frustrating because for being with the victim's family and my brother, who also was part of it, there was no justice. There was no one charged for murder. And they had the evidence and they had camera footage, video footage. And it went on for weeks and weeks. And then just to get that not guilty verdict was heartbreaking. And going to school for criminal justice at the time was really hard for me. And it made me not want to be involved with the justice system at all because I felt that it was so corrupt. And with the lawyers telling these guys what to say, it was really like heartbreaking. So I ended up changing my major after that. And with my reading, uh, you had brought up who got murdered. Do you know who somebody was murdered? Yeah, I know someone. Okay, I need to talk about that. This is my message. I think it's to do with your brother. Okay. And I'm going to say this. Um, this is going to the Queen's bench. There is a, a, a trial coming that uh, they have somebody. And I'm going to say uh, it's gang-related or that... I, I ha- I'll just describe everything. Okay, I get, okay. A, I get an M name. I get tattoos on the knuckles. That'll be really important. But the hands are tattooed. Knuckles are tattooed, and that uh, and the face, and that uh, or the face was cut or the face was marked, mm-hmm. and that uh, there is somebody going to jail. There's somebody getting arrested for his buddy's murder. Something's coming to conclusion here, and there's like somebody's getting sentenced. So okay. there's a sentence coming. At the time, I was a little shocked because the guy that was murdered wasn't my friend. 
it was my brother's friend, but it played, it impacted my life big time because I went to the trial and just, I changed my career because of it. You had mentioned that the truth will come out something along the lines, like uh, there'll be answers. It was very hard that, that nobody was convicted of this murder. My brother suffered for many, many years because of it too. He ended up not going back to work and struggling with addictions after this. So the one thing that came up in my reading was when you had mentioned that someone was hurt in the face or upper part of their body, and that's where he had been stabbed. And you were describing the scene, and not very many people knew the details of where he was stabbed. And you had described it, and he was laying in the parking lot looking at the back of a truck, and that's where he died, was in the parking lot of a hotel in the street. And so just those little details that came up in the trial, it was like you had seen them and they were coming through. And I remember you said that there were dimes being put out for me. And I always picked up dimes everywhere. And I would tell my family members, oh, look, another dime. Do you have dimes? Yeah. They're being left for you. Yeah. Yeah, they've been left for you for a while, even before your dad passed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's this lady who's leaving them for you. Okay. Um, it shows up as his grandma. Is your mom deceased? Yes. Yeah. This lady leaving them for you. So, you know, she shows up that way. And so the dime is being left for you. And although people talk about that in different ways, what I find is those apports are super important as a way of confirmations. The dime in the 10 represents change. Change is happening. It's the wheel of fortune in tarot, even like changes right before you. And it's an affirmation. It's an apport. It's like them showing up. And silver is a powerful medicine of grief. Mm-hmm. And so changes in family, changes in things, and then silver representing dealing with grief, the with endings or beginnings, the cycle of life, the circle of life. That shows up, I find, quite a bit when the dimes show up. So they're almost like an affirmation for that, you know. And so this reading in 2018 When we go back to this, here you've had this incredible thing happen in your family and having to go back and then change your entire trajectory of what you were doing from the criminal justice system. Now you're in governance in a sense where you're supporting the governance structures now. And so in that moment, when we were talking about all of this, what was going through your mind? What are you, this lady's crazy? What's going on? (laughs) I think maybe I was just more confused because... The incident happened to someone else, someone Mm -hmm. else that was murdered and my brother and not directly to me. So I didn't really understand why the reading was coming up, but it did impact my life hugely. Um, You know, I ended up changing my career and and doing other things because of that incident. So I can see how it affected my life. This is why I make people record readings as well is because... I do have other people who come up in people's readings and sometimes the focus was about the brother or about, or other people's dead people, mm-hmm. you know, and it's because it's something that's right in your pathway. It'll be right in front of you. You never have to look for any of it. And it's like a signpost from spirit to say to you, I'm right here. I'm right here. Because at that time, when we were talking maybe about the murder and about what had happened and some of the details that clearly weren't quite out there yet, 
in that moment, um, there were other losses around you that would have brought them forward. And so I feel like that was a key part as well. The whole piece with the ring, the whole piece with family, they tend to bring forward others. And so it was something that you needed to say. Now, how's your brother? He's doing a lot better now. He's doing great in his life, so... I'm glad there was some healing for him. Definitely, yes. He's definitely changed his life around, so I'm happy about it. And you've changed yours in lots of ways because of that pathway. Now, we did a recent reading. Yes, we did. Yeah, and we did the words. How did you like the words? I thought it was inspirational and made me feel good. I feel like I needed more positive feelings in my life, you know? Oh, you deal with a lot of heavy stuff. Yes, I do. Yeah, lots of community stuff, lots of things going on. And it's interesting because although you're not in criminal law, mm-hmm. you still deal with community law. You still deal with the act of law in a lot of ways. So I feel like maybe you're able to bring it up to a higher level, some of your work. Yeah, I have a pretty busy schedule with my work. And I feel like we're constantly helping so many vulnerable people. Um, right now, well, today we did a whole piece on murdered and missing women. Uh, last week, we were working on National Truth Reconciliation Day. My next project is with veterans mm. as well. I'm always helping other people, and I, I find that I often don't take care of my own personal issues. And so that's when I like to come and see you when I... <laughs> It's, it's, it's more of therapy. I don't have a therapist, so I come and see you. Yes, and, you know, spiritual work, psychic work, metaphysical work, soul work, body work, all lead us back to getting back in touch with ourselves. And so I thank you for coming to see me over several years. And I really appreciate it, especially because the place that we met, when I think of almost coming full circle, where we... We met in choruses in prison yeah. and that you had this big thing go on in your family and your life that changed your entire trajectory because that would have been like 2014 we met yeah, even back then. And so years later coming for that, those readings mm-hmm. and then bringing you into this whole new direction, they're just signposts along the way. Let's go back to that 2018 reading when we talked about your brother mm-hmm. and this murder and all these things that kind of came up. What else came up for you in that reading? Well, I actually lost both my parents prior to that. So 2017, my mom passed from cancer on my father's birthday. And then a year later, my dad passed on my mother's birthday from cancer. So I was grieving a lot at that time as well, while going through the trial and finishing university and getting my new job. It was a lot of changes in my life. Yeah, and a lot of those would have come up in that reading. And I feel like them coming forward around everything going on later with your brother, I feel like that's why sometimes it does. It's almost like spirits like, I'm right here, I'm right here, I'm right here. Can I ask you something? Do you mind if I go back to something? When you had come then, there was also stuff going on in your relationship at that time. And you made some new starts in your relationship too, did you not? Yes, I did. The father of my children and I had some big changes in our life and a new relationship started. So those are a lot of big changes in my life since then. Oh, really positive stuff. Yeah. And so um, I sometimes think that it's not so much the readings, 
but it's the self-reflection or our own realizations of things, you know, in those moments where we go, oh, that's why I need to go this way, you know? And so there was some big stuff there for you. I remember uh, in one of the readings you had told me about a dog. At the time, I didn't have a dog. We're supposed to talk about a dog. Your dad keeps petting a dog. Dog's alive. You'll see the dog. The dog has not down ears, but up ears, and maybe a longer nose. You know, keep petting the dog. And then your dog, your dad pets the dog. Watch where the dog goes. You keep seeing this dog. It's not a little tiny one. It's a sized dog. Sitting like, I almost see him sitting there petting this dog like you'd have a pregnant. And today on my Facebook profile, it showed up that it is the anniversary that I got my puppy. And so in the reading, you had said that my father that passed away, you saw him and he was holding a dog. And uh, four years ago today, I got my puppy that I still have in my life. That's very special. I I called him my therapy dog because at the time I was going grieving and uh, I got this new dog that I thought that would just fill up my heart, you know? Yeah. And so that's my therapy dog. So four years ago today, I got my... Ugh. And dogs are just therapy. That's just what they are. Absolutely. They're uh, angels sent us for healing. I'm pretty sure. Pretty mm-hmm. sure. Well, that is beautiful. Is there anything else you want to share? In one of the readings I have, at the time I was an intern. And you had told me that they really liked me there and that they would offer me a contract. And there was a woman that really liked me and she was going to mentor me. I started an internship in November, and then when it was finished, they hired me on. Perfect. Yeah, they like you. Yeah, they like you. You got no opportunities. You're going to... Do you have a female boss now? Yes. Yeah. Keep going where you're going. This is excellent for you. They like you. You're going to really... She'll mentor, guide, train, all her site for you. So she's going to be doing that. And there you're right. You're right where you need to be at work. Okay? Okay. You're right where you need to be at work. And five years later, I'm still working in the same place. I moved up from an intern to one of the higher positions in our organization. Because they love you. Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> they love you there because you're yes. good at what you do. That is awesome. Well, thank you. And thank you for sharing some of that stuff because I know that can be pretty hard. And I'm glad your brother's doing okay and that you've you sort of found your way, your, your true calling for things that you might be influencing a lot more people than you realize as you go through on your journey. And so thank you uh, for sharing that. Thank you for everything uh, that you've helped me with. Uh, my pleasure. Well, thank you, Kate, for that. And if you're interested in the Walls to Bridges program, you can look that up through the University of Winnipeg. Well, thank you for listening to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and found nuggets of wisdom and magic, please leave us some stars in a review or share it with someone you think would enjoy it. If you're a previous client and would like to share your story in on the show, please contact us through our website. Until next time, stay safe, stay well. So many years has gone by. But I think about you, about you all the time. Thanks for joining us. For social media links and to book an appointment with Bernice, visit BerniceBissonPsychic.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Remember, spirit has your greatest good at heart, your soul is light, and you are valued. Inexplicable, I can feel it in.
looking to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness? Then check out the Natural Man podcast. Join me, host Mike C., as we explore all areas of human wellness, physical, mental, and emotional. Learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health. Remember, your doctor works for you. Learn biohacks, neurohacks, ways to improve sleep, and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain App, and at naturalmanpodcast.com.